welcome to the Pillars of Health podcast with resident strength coach, John Carroll. The Pillars of Health is on a quest to help you gain insight into the best ways you can manage stress, sleep, exercise, and nutrition in order to live your best life. Stay up to date with the Pillars of Health podcast by checking out our Facebook and Instagram pages, as well as CoachJohnCarroll.com. One year anniversary of the Pillars of Health. Happy anniversary. Happy one year anniversary. <laughs> Do you notice that there's 41 episodes, but there's 52 weeks in a year? So early on, I didn't really have it down <laughs> that I needed to have a bank of podcast episodes built up, so that's why there's a little difference, but not to worry, not too far away. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good that you've got 41 episodes out out of 52 weeks. Yeah, starting off, I think I done the first one. I was like, all right, so I've got like four weeks off or so to do the next one. I was like, well, maybe I want to bring them out more frequently than once a month. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I lost a couple of weeks in my uh, lack of action early on. I don't think that's so bad. Past Friday, I was at a really good presentation at Northeastern University by Mike Mullen and Pat Davidson. Uh, it was a free presentation by these guys and it was a ton of quality information so i just want to thank mike and pat for coming out and presenting i went there with a couple of colleagues and we got a lot from it so that was really enjoyable very cool uh biggest things that stood out to you any take-home points well it was pretty deep uh, as you'd expect from from pat and mike so uh just really talking about really mike was just talking about certain things you want to have people feel during certain exercises the role of the ground uh, the purpose of demonstrating exercises for people and really how self-awareness comes into it. And then Pat went into an objective biomechanics model, which was pretty deep as well, uh, but really good, and also delivered with a sense of humor that was also pretty high on the level of uh, entertainment factor, so that was really good. One of my favorite lines from him was, was if you don't understand the role that the ribs play when it comes to the shoulder – then we can't be friends. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that was a pretty good Friday afternoon to finish off the week. And at the end of the day, it sounds like he was trying to help you guys understand so you could be friends. Yes, hopefully <laughs> so. A little step closer. <laughs> the uh, The World Cup is going on right now. Yeah. How far, how many weeks left do we have? So we're in the Monday. Today is the last group stage game. Mm. So all the games kick off at 10 or 2 p.m. for this last group stage game. Okay, and how many of those are you watching? Both, all? all? <laughs> no, as many as I can. So it depends. I witnessed Panama play England over the weekend. England won 6-1, but Panama scored the goal. And, of course, this is their first time at the World Cup, so they were going wild when they scored that goal. And it was great to see. And here's the thing. The reaction on social media is like people are like, oh, why are they celebrating this goal? They're losing 6-1. But isn't that the point of the World Cup, to celebrate? Like when you get there and these tiny nations, they get there. And, of course, England, you know, have a much powerful team, better quality squad. But for a small nation like Panama to get there and play a major power like England, score against them, why not celebrate? Absolutely. You should celebrate. And I, I think that's just a really bad way to look at life in general. Like, well, if you if you didn't win then there's nothing to celebrate like right this. Well, it's also this well only the top level teams should be here well if that was the case it would be the same teams over and over again if team quality fluctuates year to year more or less it's going to be the same teams but for someone like panama to come along and, and qualify uh, the same group as the u.s and then go to world cup like 
that's a fairy tale story. Even though they didn't do well at the World Cup, so what? And I mean, at least they were there. They showed up. They had a good time. They did their best. That's what matters, in my opinion. Um, but isn't it the case where sometimes these uh, lower ranking teams, if you will, countries that maybe don't have as much money to put into their squads or it's me, you know, whatever, that they they go into the World Cup and they surprise everybody and they do well sometimes. Well, look at Iceland, right? Yeah. So they developed in their youth system early on and then you know, a couple of decades later and now they're qualifying for major tournaments. Look at Ireland. Ireland have more people than Iceland. They have the ability to, in, to invest in their youth system and they don't. Uh, not calling out any names here, John Delaney. And <laughs> <laughs> he just does not invest in young Irish players in Ireland. Instead, we'll just rely on, you know, oh, you have an Irish grandmother? Great, come play for us. And that's just not a long-term solution in my book. But mm, You have feelings about this. I do. Anyway, speaking <laughs> about teams who are not doing well, I, I took it upon myself to take Argentina as my World Cup team. Uh, they've lost two games in a row. It's probably because I got their jersey, and now they have to play their last group game, win or go home, kind of situation. Who do they play? Their last game, Argentina. Let's see. I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. Well, well do you want to send out a formal apology to the team for buying the jersey and making them I want to say sorry to Lionel Messi for ruining your World Cup. I'm <laughs> sorry I done that to you. Can you tell everybody why you chose to follow Argentina? I like their jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever he gives me a hard time about picking something because it looks pretty, let's just remember this moment. So Argentina play Nigeria. Tomorrow, Tuesday, the 26th at 2 p.m. And meanwhile, Iceland play Croatia. That's going to be a a doozy. So looking forward to that. Mm, me too. Maybe I'll not wear my jersey so they can win. Yeah, let's see if there's a different outcome if you don't wear it. <laughs> Last of all, before we get into some of our topics today, I've been trying out some natural deodorant as a result of a recommendation from Aaron. And yeah, why did you recommend that to me? Because the skin is the biggest organ of the body. And I think that all the products that you use should have quality ingredients in them. Like anything that you're putting on your skin is getting absorbed. So like it's just like what we eat. I think that you should put the highest quality food that you can afford inside your mouth. So in terms of lotions, deodorants, shampoos and stuff, I do my best to find quality natural products so i'm trying to get jonathan on that boat as well no i'm totally bought in it's just for a long time i didn't even think about that right so you put on deodorant makes you not smell and you go about your day but then i have been reading up recently because you brought this up about the role of aluminium or as americans call it aluminum (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) what do you call it aluminium okay right okay and <laughs> and the role it can play on now. Don't I, get it, maybe we don't get too far into this. Because not too far. We're not going to get too far into it. But we will be doing a podcast on this in the near future. But basically, you know, different things in your antiperspirant or deodorant can cause certain things. There's a couple of studies, and there's a couple of studies that can contradict that. But I think to be safe, the natural deodorant is the way to go. Yeah. If it, I mean, you know, some people. Maybe it doesn't work for you, or maybe you haven't found the one that worked for you, or maybe you've tried lots and you're just giving up because nothing works besides the strong 
antiperspirant that you buy behind the counter at the drugstore. And that's fine. I totally get that. But I think that where you can do better in terms of ingredients of the things that you use, you should. And so I bought this for Jonathan as something to try. I wasn't sure if it would work for him or if he would like it, but I figured it was worth a shot. I will say, a couple of years back, I tried a natural deodorant, and it wasn't a good one. You know, there's ones you can get that are probably a little higher quality. And I think I put it on one day, and I, you know, I was at work, I was coaching people, maybe four or five hours in, I was like, I am stinking. <laughs> so I, I was like, this is over. This this trial is over. I'm going back to the other stuff. But. I think I convinced him at that point, too, to try it. And so like, I gave up for a few years. And then <laughs> once he had forgotten about that or it was far enough in the past, I was like, here's a new one. Try this one now. <laughs> so you're liking it, though? I like it so far. Yeah, it's And good. you've been using it for about a week? But you know what? I, I actually smelled. So here's the thing. So when I smelled. You can talk about your smell. It's fine. It's, okay. We're not freaked out. I smelled myself and I hadn't smelled that in a long time. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't really smell because here's what it is. It's not sweat. It's not sweat that's the smell. It's the sweat hitting the bacteria on your skin. Yes. So So you should shower, friends. Well, basically what I'm saying is the yeah, you should shower, number one. Number two, the uh, antiperspirants, they keep the sweat locked in under your skin, right? So that a lot of times you're not the body's not being allowed to sweat properly. Yeah, which is the body's way to number one, cool yourself, but also kind of detoxify it. We'll go into too much detail. We'll come to this another time. We are talking about the one year anniversary of the podcast and we're gonna get into a couple of different things. So I would like to ask you a few questions, and let's start off with just what were some of the biggest challenges over the last year? So I, originally I had the idea of I've, I feel like I've got some information that would be helpful to a lot of people. Let's try and get it out there with the help of uh, podcast guests, people uh, that I work with, and just anyone that can kind of contribute to filling in or giving their share of quality information towards how to manage the, the pillars of health. Because... I had received, obviously, these questions from people I coach all the time. What are your recommendations when it comes to sleep? What are your recommendations when it comes to exercise, nutrition, stress management? And I just want basically a platform to be able to discuss those topics. Yeah, I think that's great. But, yeah, to answer your question, the biggest challenges were probably navigating the whole process of uploading, editing, regulating noise levels on the podcast early on. That was the biggest one. (laughs) <laughs> I can see that you want to go into that a little bit more, regulating noise levels. The noise levels were challenging because sometimes it would be an in-person podcast. So, for example, me and Alex and Chris might do one or then I might have one via Skype. And so I was basically doing a bunch of research trying to figure out how do I keep everything the same level so it's coming across well on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to it on. And, you know went into it and then sometimes I'd try and do my own thing to regulate noise levels. Eventually I found this website called fixmylevels.com which is just makes everything so much simpler. So <laughs> I record the podcast, I edit it, I put it into Fix My Levels and they basically podcast optimize it for me uh, for a monthly fee and I take it from there. So that just makes everything so much easier. 
Well, that's good to have tools like that. Yeah, so that saves me a bunch of time. Um, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned over time besides like finding these tools uh, to help you produce it? Are there any other like major points that you've learned about either interviewing people or the type of content you want to put out or how to organize yourself? Yeah, the organization is a big one. I have to have questions ahead of time but also the conversation can go off on a tangent i'm totally fine with that but if i have a kind of a guide as to okay initially what are some possible questions for these guests then i'll do that a lot of times it'll go off on a tangent and we'll go down rabbit holes and and that's pretty cool too because it's kind of interesting to see where the conversation goes in relation to interviewing style and stuff i'm definitely still working on trying to become a better uh, interviewer or ask questions in a way that maybe perhaps they haven't heard before or maybe get someone thinking a little bit differently and definitely um, coming up with different taglines to start and finish the podcast because I just don't want to <laughs> feel like I'm repeating myself. You know? so, <laughs> that's definitely a challenge, yeah. Are there any podcasts out there that you feel like were helpful to you in the way that you, you want to structure your own, like they were inspirational or like they gave you, I guess, any ideas? Inspiration. Yeah, inspiration. So I listened to two podcasts initially, starting off the Fitcast by Kevin Larby and the Strength Coach Podcast by Anthony Renna. So thanks to those guys for trailblazing in this area. And later on down the line, uh, another podcast pretty close to home is Purposeful Strength by Sarah Polacco. That was really good. And she covers some topics that probably aren't covered in the usual health and fitness type podcast we come across. So that was inspiring to see and uh, definitely something that made me want to kind of go beyond the normal realms of what we cover when it comes to our industry. Yeah, I really like the Purposeful Strength podcast as well. That's Sarah does a good job with that. Yeah. What are some ep- of your favorite episodes and do they align with our listeners' favorite episodes? So here's the funny thing, and this is going to sound really corny, but... <laughs> I actually learn something from every episode we do, you know, whether it's like a different way of being efficient regards, you know, setup or uh, the way to ask a certain question. But usually the content of each podcast, I learn something from that person. And it just is a really great way for me to get better. Yeah, of course. So I'm having these conversations with people. Of course, you know, we've had people like Joel Jameson and Kev Carr, Brendan Rerick. Me. ton of people at you. You're yes. incredibly smart <laughs> and witty wife. That's right. Um, we've had a ton of people on, but everybody contributes, and it's really amazing every time I have a podcast that I come away with some nugget of information that I can definitely apply to help my the people I coach and also for myself too, right? Yeah. So let's talk about your listeners, though, because I'm I'm really thankful that you are learning a lot as you do this and it improves the content that you're putting out there, I'm sure. But like you said, like you had a lot of information and you have access to information through all of these people that you know and the whole reason for doing it was so that you could share that with your clients and a broader spectrum. So who are our listeners and what do they like to listen to? <laughs> well, we had a bunch of people uh, tune in. We've had people in 46 countries and 43 states in the U.S., which is mind-blowing to me. But the the main countries that are listening are, of course, the U.S., the United Kingdom, and Ireland. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow Ireland to pass on finishing third there because the United Kingdom technically is Wales, Scotland, England, Northern Ireland, right? So 
There's really four countries there, for being honest. Mm, but in terms of like size, yeah, they're, they're bigger and than the Ireland. The amount of people that you know in Ireland is greater. So come on, they need to step it up. Your friends and family Listen, my, at home. My mother what doesn't know how doing? to download a podcast. Okay, so uh, well, I, she doesn't have to download it. Even you could just listen. I'm sure we could teach her. Yeah, she we'll knows how to, to FaceTime. Her. My dad definitely is not downloading. No, my he's podcast. not going to listen. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> He's doing great. He's he is a leading example of how to manage their pillars of health. That's true. Major states listening in are, of course, Massachusetts, New York, and then North Carolina are soon to be home. That's right. Maybe we'll put a podcast out on that. We are going to be doing a podcast. You're right. You better bet your bottom dollar on that. <laughs> pillars you better move to of North Carolina. Health yes. is relocating. We are relocating. We will update you guys in the in the not too distant future. But <laughs> that's a little teaser. That's right. <laughs> If you don't know, now you know. The podcast will continue as normal, but we will be locating, relocating. Um, but overall, yeah, the most downloaded episodes, and this is no coincidence, are episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really a popularity contest. It's just whatever's been out the longest. So um, I definitely want to say thanks to, to Alex and Chris for those first ones. I was really trying to find my way as to how to, number one, host a podcast, the questions to ask. We definitely had some awkward silences that had to be edited <laughs> out, but it was really good. So thank you guys for putting up with my uh, constant request. Hey, you want to do a podcast? And sitting down, and it's definitely kind of opened up a learning opportunity for all of us as to how we structure information that people ask questions about. So that's definitely been, uh, you know, something that's been opened up and made us a little bit more self-aware. Yeah, absolutely. So Chris and Alex have been great. I'm sure they kind of share the same vision as you and wanting to be able to put info out there to help their clients and anybody else, friends and whatnot that might be asking. But also thank you to all the other people who have come on the podcast. We really appreciate their time. Yeah. Everybody that's been on an episode, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Taking the time out of your schedule to have me ask you questions and listen to your answers and uh, it's just been a ton of fun. So thank you for that. And we also want to thank uh, the people we coach on a daily basis because the podcast came about uh, because of the people we coach. Yeah. And they contribute so much. Number one, they ask really good questions. They get us thinking as to how we can supply them with the best information that suits their goals and their needs and their situation. But also, especially my clients, they put up with me doing different things based on what I've been learning you know, testing out different assessments or exercises, you know, whatever. They are super accommodating when it comes to that. So big shout out to all, all my clients. Yeah. They, uh, they not only come in week to week and no matter how many days they're training, they help us get better. They are obviously open to my stellar documentary recommendations. So your clients, I know they love your documentary recommendations. What do they think about all your conspiracy theories? Well, they're not conspiracy theories technically because... <laughs> They, they're only classified that because they're actually real. So I would counter that with they're not conspiracy theories. It's real life. Okay. What do your clients think? They're totally bought in. <laughs> yeah. So to sum it up, really, the, the podcast for me was definitely a chance to get out of my comfort zone. Not something I ever thought I'd do, you know, have my voice on a podcast because I was very self-conscious of that. And a post I recently put on Instagram recently talked about not really caring what other people think of you and trying to live your life in that mode. And it's really easier said than done. That's a, that's a tough place to get to because a lot of what we do is, is kind of focused on that so social media and point, you know. Uh, how many likes do you get and all this type of stuff? I think society kind of shapes us that way to to 
think that there are certain ways to do things or to think about ourselves in certain ways. So it can be hard to put yourself out there in any medium, whether it's Instagram where there's pictures or a podcast and it's your voice. Yeah. So here myself on the first podcast, I, I didn't want to listen to it for editing. So, <laughs> so it's been, it's Maybe been a journey. that's why you were also slow in the beginning there. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no, but I would definitely come to a, to have a self-appreciation for that. And, you know, there's plenty of people who will also kind of take the chance to put you down. And you've got to understand there's always going to be those people. And there's also the people who will take every chance to build you up. And it's just a matter of being around those people. Absolutely. You're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Is that how the saying goes? But to kind of finish up for today, there's one quote in a book I'm reading at the moment. I'm reading Ego is the Enemy. And the author uses a quote from Bill Walsh, a famous uh, American football coach with the San Francisco 49ers. And his quote was, almost always your road to victory goes through a place called failure. And that's definitely very true. You're going to have to fail before you are successful, I think we're promoting a message these days where failure is not allowed and you have to be perfect uh, in everything you do. And that's just not real life. Yeah. It's okay to fail. Oh, in, I think, in fact, it's the opposite. I think failure is part of success in order to succeed. Like, you have to. And that's exactly what the quote says. So, right. Biggest lessons come from when you fail, right? If you don't fail, then how do you know what to kind of stay away from, potential pitfalls and so on. That's right. Humans learn through making mistakes, so get better with each one. And it kind of plays into what we were talking about when it came to the World Cup in Panama. <laughs> like, they're losing 6-1. It comes back to soccer. It always comes back to soccer. <laughs> they're losing 6-1, but they're enjoying the moment, right? And I think it's important for us to enjoy the moment. A lot of times I will catch myself getting caught up with like, oh, let me take a picture of this, let me take a video of that. How about you just enjoy the moment? And when you do that and you let go of it's definitely more enjoyable. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, I want to finish off by saying thank you, Aaron, for oh. number one, allowing <laughs> me to express myself on this podcast. <laughs> thank you for coming on as a guest. And also thank you for allowing me to take up vast amounts of space for my podcast equipment. So <laughs> And trying my apartment. very best to keep the dogs quiet while you're recording. Well, we have, it's been a pleasure. It really we, has. Yeah, we found the, the secret remedy. I found a remedy for Mickey and Remy is a little bit of peanut butter. <laughs> 15 minutes before we do the podcast. And they're happy with that. And they're licking their lips. And then they pass out. <laughs> Snack right before they take a nap. So they well, are good to go. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud of you Pro- putting this all together and for staying disciplined enough to continue doing it and learning from it. So keep it up because I think there are so many of us that benefit from it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into all the episodes and sending me your feedback on the email, the pillars of health pod at gmail.com and leaving reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate that. And if you can, if you haven't done that already, please leave a review and definitely help us getting our message out to other people who are seeking Uh, information when it comes to leading your best life in the four pillars but yeah until next time i will sign off thank you very much one year down how many more to go we'll we'll see many many more many many stay tuned for an update on our relocation relocation info coming soon (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks for tuning in guys we'll catch you on the next close of health episode see ya